Welcome to the Law of the Future podcast with Dennis Hilleman. This podcast is all about technology, politics, and law. Dennis Hilleman is a partner in an international law firm. He wants to change our mind on regulating new technologies. All opinions expressed in the podcast are the personal opinions of Dennis or his guests. And here is Dennis. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 45 of the Law of the Future podcast. My name is Dennis Hilleman and glad you are on board. So Germany has been a little shaken up, well, at least the lawyer's side of things, when on Friday the Deutsche Umwelthilfe, which would be translated as German Environment Aid and Association, and Greenpeace made public that they are going to sue German companies for their climate actions or to make them reduce carbon emissions. That's what is going to be the subject of this podcast because I think we're entering a new era of politically motivated lawsuits and I actually think that such civil lawsuits um, in correspondence with other lawsuits that are um, taken in front of administration courts, I think that they are going to be the new thing in the future to push companies to act in certain political ways. And I don't actually think that that's a good development, but of course that can be disputed. So let's see what happened in Germany. First of all, I wrote a long article on the Field Fisher homepage. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I switched law firms. I joined Field Fisher in Germany in May 2021. Great firm, having a lot of fun and meeting great people. So basically, if you want to read this, the article I wrote on this subject, just go to www.fieldfisher.com and you'll find it. So basically, what, what happened? First of all, we need to go back to first May 2021. What happened then? In May 2021, a Dutch court found that large companies have climate responsibility and ordered Shell and its subsidies to do more to protect the climate. The ruling, uh, which also attracted much attention internationally and, of course, especially in Germany, also sent German climate activists into raptures. Even when it was quite clear for me that this will be just be the beginning of a new series of lawsuits against companies to reduce carbon emissions and, and act in a climate-friendly way. And basically, that's, that's what's happening now. On September 3rd, 2021, a press release from the Deutsche Umwelthilfe, I'll call it DOH from now on, and um, Greenpeace was published on the subject. DOH and Greenpeace are taking legal actions against German corporates as of nine, as of September 3rd, 2021, because of what the association sees as a lack of climate protections. We have called on BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Volkswagen, the three big German car dealer films and car producer films, uh, firms, and Wintershall DRI to accelerate the climate-friendly conversion of their companies significantly. Um, however, just to make this clear, um, 
Only out-of-code letters were served to these companies on last Friday. But uh, since the associations do not actually expect that the companies would take any actions, they already announced that lawsuits will be coming up. And of course, there was quite media effectively. So what do DOH and Greenpeace actually want? Quite simply, they want the total climate-friendly restructurings of a company's business activities. Among other things, uh, the three German automakers are to stop selling climate-damaging internal uh, combustion vehicles, you know, like the vehicles where we all drive still, uh, unless you already have an EV car, um, by 2030. And the oil and natural gas company Winterschall Dare is to stop developing new oil and gas fields by 2026, the latest. In the view of DEH and Greenpeace, these end dates for international contributions, engines and fossil fuels result from calculations by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the EPCC, and the International Energy Agency, EIA. But of course, the companies also cite the Paris Climate Protection Agreement that we are all aware of. So basically, if we're honest, that's the same that quite much the activists did in the Netherlands and which led to a much disputed ruling in May 2021. I bet you read about it. And so far, of course, this ruling is not the last word on this because, of course, um, Shell is fighting against that ruling. But... Yeah, it's an example now for the German environmental associations to go ahead and fight now against German companies. For Germany, it's very important to know that there had been a ruling by the Constitutional Court in March 2021 that also might play a big role in all these lawsuits that are coming up now. Um, and of course, the two associations cite that ruling. In March 2021, Germany's highest courts ruled that German Climate Protection Act was incompatible with the German Constitution. The reason it lacked sufficient requirements for emissions reductions from 2031 onwards. The German government updated the law before the parliament elections, which are going to be happening in three weeks on September 26th of 2021. It's quite important to understand the court ruling um, because that will put uh, the lawsuits that are now filed by Greenpeace and DOH in a different light. The court decision is often misunderstood. Specifically, the Federal Constitutional Court did not believe that the current measures violate fundamental rights today. According to the court, for protection of life and physical integrity under the German constitution does include protection from harm caused by environmental pollution, no matter by whom or by what circumstances it is threatened. So basically, that's something very important to keep the climate from harming people. The German constitution court ruled that Actually, it's part of the fundamental rights that you have as a German citizen that the state does its best to prevent 
climate change to harm your fundamental rights, especially your physical integrity. The state's duty to protect, which follows from the Constitution, also includes the obligation to preserve life and health from the dangers of climate change. For example, from climate-related extreme weather events such as heat waves, forest, and, uh, forest fires, other wildfires, hurricanes, heavy rains, floods. I'm sure you noticed that there was a big flood in Germany this summer which also caused a lot of debate about climate change activities in Germany, avalanches or landslides. It may also create an objective legal obligation to protect concerning future generations. Since, pro uh, since property, agricultural land and real estate may be damaged because of climate change, uh, for example, due to rising sea levels or because of droughts, The fundamental priority also includes an obligation on the part of the state to protect property concerning the property hazards of climate change. However, and this is really important, the federal constitutional court has not currently found any violations of these duties to protect. Doing so gave the legislature a broad scope for decision-making, also following the principle of the separations of power on the rule of law. Because I'm sure everyone knows that it's not upon the courts to make laws. It's upon the parliament, which was elected in a democratic way. So basically, the court can also constitu only constitute that laws are not in compliance with the constitution. But the court can't state a new law replacing the old law. That's always the obligation of a parliament. And... Because that's the obligation of the parliament, because of the democratic aspects of the whole decision, the court also stated that the parliament has a broad scope of action, like there are, there are different ways how to act. Um, however, according to the court, fundamental rights were violated in the future because the law allows certain emissions limits until 2030. But... The emission possibilities remaining after 2030 would be considerably reduced by um, this currently broad leeway. As a result, virtually any freedom protected by fundamental rights would be jeopardized after 2030. On the other hand, citizens would also be protected from having burdens um, unilaterally shifted into the future. Therefore, the legislators should have taken precautions to ensure a freedom-preserving uh, transition to climate neutrality. The German government responded swiftly to this with a new law. The decision has been the subject of much debate in Germany and is legally controversial. But for context, it concerns only the relationship between citizens and the states. More specifically, It examines what is expected by the legislature. The decision does not make any ruling on whether companies should reduce their emissions. And also just to make everyone understand what it's about. Basically, the decision says if you use too much carbon emissions now, too much of a budget that Germany still has according to the prior climate agreement, then the future generations cannot use their freedoms as the current generation. So, uh, quite simply, 
If we continue from a point of view of the German constitutional court to drive this much, to produce from our industry in that way that it produces a lot of carbon emissions, then future generations can't do that anymore because the budget of CO2 and emissions have been totally spent for Germany, meaning that the freedoms of future generations are totally restricted by the actions of today. And under that aspect, to protect the future generations and their freedom, the German Constitutional Court demanded an amendment of a law which has happened by now. Of course, also that amendment is really highly debated and organizations like DOH and Greenpeace think that what Germany does is still too little. That's why we're going into these lawsuits. But it's just very important to understand that the German Constitutional Court did not say that any company in Germany must stop the way they act by today, must stop the way we produce and what they produce by today. It's a decision that only concerns the relationship between state and citizen, but not the relationships between citizens. So what are basically the legal arguments of the environmental organizations? The lawyers of the environmental associations, DOH and Greenpeace, rely on provisions of German civil law. Natural persons, in this case representatives of the associations in their names, bring the claims. The associations believe that they have a better chance of success if a natural person sues, meaning not the associations actually sue the companies, but representatives of the associations do so. The legal basis for the claims for injunctive relief or removal of the interference is said to be the um, paragraph 823 and 1004, 823 and 1004 of the German Civil Code. Let me just like put this in very simplified terms. Um, these provisions allow injured parties to demand injunctive relief or removal of damage from an interfering party. Historically, this was primarily intended for, to cover cases in which property was unlawfully infringed. For example, a neighbor plucked the apple tree of another neighbor empty. But um, later, German civil courts jurisprudence then extended the scope of application, for example, to include unlawful reporting in the media about celebrities. Um, the later could then demand injective relief or damages from the press. So basically, whenever there's a right that you have as a person and it's injured by a different person, you can demand that other person to stop or to compensate your damages by these norms. That's just putting it very simply, but that's the basic idea of these norms. The um, provisions, therefore, also indirectly protect uh, the fundamental rights of individuals. In Germany, individual fundam in Germany, fundamental rights apply directly only in the relationship between the state and its citizens. Those citizens can use them to defend themselves against unlawful state interference. For example, if a state bans a demonstration. So, yeah, so basically... Your civil rights here in Germany are, of course, meant to protect you against any interference of the state's 
especially those interference that damage you or make it impossible for you to use your democratic rights. Going out on the street and demonstrate against things. Do a press release about things. Um, say something and the state um, forbids you to say it, freedom of speech. So that's basically what the federal rights, rights are about. Um, but the federal court, uh, federal constitution, of course, has also ruled that fundamental rights are also objective value judgments and therefore also apply indirectly between private individuals. The Environmental Associations, DOH and Greenpeace, are now making this their own, arguing that the fundamental rights of their representatives have been violated because the companies are contributing to the endangerment uh, through the carbon dioxide emissions. That's the basic claim. So what will it probably come down to? Well, I consider it quite unlikely that the German civil courts will follow the line of argument. There are many reasons why they probably won't do that, but let me just line out a few. First, it will already be very challenging to prove that the emissions are precisely these companies that are sued now in danger of applying to plaintiff's fundamental rights. After all, there are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of companies around the globe that cause emissions. To be sure, the court might find that the companies contribute to global warming, but the share of this contribution could be relatively small. And therefore, it could be already not possible for the plaintiffs to prove that the emissions of these companies has any have any impact on them, meaning that there's a lack of impairment attributals to the companies. I think that's very likely that the court will already say that maybe the car companies produce carbon dioxide emissions and maybe they do their share in heating the world. But their share is probably relatively small, which will mean that their impact on the plaintiff's rights is very small. And therefore, it might be very likely that the court will rule that the plaintiffs have not proven that they are harmed, especially by the emissions of these companies. I think that's a very likely situation. If the court... Nonetheless, fines with the companies have been adversely affected. Um, the next question is whether this is unlawful. After all, the companies operate based on German law within the frameworks of German regulations and can conduct that is also permitted by officials' approvals. Can this be illegal? There might be case law that might go in this direction, but... Here it's about the whole thing, the whole business model of these companies, and I find it highly unlikely that the court will rule that. It's quite simple. It means, basically, you got a driver license. You drive on the street, and the state has permitted you to use a car, to buy a car. The state has permitted that a car has been brought into trade, that you can buy it at a car dealer, that you can use it. Should 
nonetheless, a private person sue a company that is acting illegally under the current law, that has a permission to produce and sell cars, should this company be sued to stop doing that because of its effects on climate change? This would basically mean that whatever you do legally, even if you have a permission by the state, even if you're totally compliant with the law, it would mean that such climate lawsuit actions could harm your business, could endanger your business if the civil courts go along with that. And I think that is not what law is about. We need safety of law. And such safety of law also means that if I do something for that I have a permit by the state, if I do something that is compliant with the law there is today, then it's not right to forbid that I do that. You know, I mean, otherwise, any company working in Germany that produces carbon dioxide emissions must fear that despite all their investments, despite all their resources to be compliant with the law, their whole business model might be endangered. So basically, I can't imagine that the civil courts would go along with that because it would actually endanger a lot of German companies and also companies from all over the world working in Germany and selling pro their products that might they might be victims of such climate lawsuits. And another thing I don't think is right is if the state is not acting enough, then the companies that are acting under the state law are, from my point of view, not doing it wrong. It's the state, the government, the parliament. They are acting in the wrong way and they are not protecting the civil rights of people. So that means by my standards that the administrations, the government, the parliament must be sued and brought in front of constitutional courts if you think that they're not doing enough for climate change. But I, don't, I think it's wrong to sue private companies. And it's also not the task of the courts to jeopardize now in, a civil, in civil law cases the whole business models of enterprises that are compliant with the law. I know that we are in a very dangerous situation concerning our climate. And I know that actions must be taken. But we have developed democracies and we have developed the rule of law and a court system so that responsibilities are shared. And it's within the responsibility of the government and the parliament to do actions that protect our climate, to set laws and rules for companies to act under that are changing the way we treat our nature and our climate and that will reduce carbon dioxide emissions. But I don't think that's the task of the civil courts. And if we go this way, if we start to go this way any further, allowing such politically motivated lawsuits in front of civil courts, we demand something from judges and civil courts that has not been the task in the past, and that should not be the, ta be the task in the future. 
because otherwise I think we will really endanger our democracies and also our peace in society if civil law courts could do rulings like we did in the Netherlands that would change the whole way our economy works. This is not the task of the civil law courts. I see, however, a certain development in the world that more and more governments and parliaments are moving towards a new class of lawsuits. And I mean that are politically motivated lawsuits, meaning lawsuits that are done to get political, politically motivated um, claims through. Look at the new abortion law in Texas that you read about, which is a very strict one. Anyone might have a different opinion on that. But basically what the state there does is that if doctors are not, co not acting compliant with the law, it's not the state who is going to sue them. Civilians can sue them. The new law even allows and asks for that. So basically, people like you and me get the new police. And since we are not police and don't have guns or bats to make things happen, we should go in front of a civil court to make people be compliant with the law. So basically what the state does is the state is giving its own authority, its own task to people to do lawsuits against other people and bring them in front of civil courts to get a ruling on the question whether these people are acting in compliance with the law. And this new form of lawsuits is not what civil courts are for. And it's also not how the whole rule of law has been envisioned by the forefathers of our constitutions. I don't like this development, but I think it's very likely that we don't, won't get away from this development in the future, sadly. Because I think with technology, climate change, with the whole way our politicians act today and the complexity of the world, This new form of lawsuits will only evolve and we will have more of them. And mean, having more of them will mean more lawsuits like the climate lawsuits that go in front of civil courts, which will have very difficult cases in the future. I'm not persuaded that this is the right way. And I think we should stick with the way that our forefathers of the constitutions foresaw Meaning that if we think that the state is not acting in the right way, if we think that the state is not acting at all, we must sue the state in front of the constitutional courts and not other civilians or companies in front of civil courts. That's just my thing. Well, I hope you enjoyed the company, uh, this podcast episode, and I'll be back with this topic in the future too. And I'm wondering what you think about these climate lawsuits, if you approve of them or if you share my opinion and are very skeptical about them. Write to me on LinkedIn. Let me know what you think. And also, if you want to be a guest on this show, let me know and get in touch with me.
right on LinkedIn. Bye-bye until the next episode. Hey, do you want to be part of a network of lawyers and IT experts discussing blockchain? Do you want to learn about blockchain and law? Then join the Blockchain Lawyers Network for free. Go to www.blockchainlawyersnetwork.com and be part of a great community.